Hi, and welcome to another episode of Lessons for My Kids. Today, we're talking about what to do when you feel angry. Um, This happens all throughout your life. There are going to be moments that come into your world that are going to cause you to be so mad, so angry, and how do you deal with it? We're going to talk about that a little bit today. There are so many ways that you can deal with anger and you really do need to deal with it. That it's not something that you can just explode and hope that things get better. Um, There are ways that you can handle yourself to get a better outcome, not just for you, but for whoever you're angry with or whatever situation you're angry with. Usually, if you can calm yourself down, it can make it a whole lot better. So we're going to go over some of those things today. To start, um, first off, this is from a website called tinybuddha.com, and it's written by uh, an author named Lori DeShane, um, who has some really good insights um, on her Tiny Buddha uh, website. Um, Not just about this, but about a whole myriad of things that you might be interested in learning um, about Uh, yourself. And she starts this one out. um, She talks about 20 things to do when you're feeling angry with someone. And we're not going to go through all 20 specifically, but we're going to talk about a lot of them kind of in general terms. Uh, But she starts this article out with, uh, with a Chinese proverb, which if you don't know about Chinese proverbs, they're insightful. They're a lot of times you can find puns in them, but um, in a lot of ways they're spiritual in nature um, and really speak to uh, you uh, and to the universe. And this Chinese proverb says, if you are patient in one moment of anger, you will escape a hundred days of sorrow. Think about that for a moment. If you're patient in one moment of anger, you will escape a hundred days of sorrow. Think about the last time you got angry at somebody. Did you write an email? Did you call them? Did you yell at them in front of others? Did you just fly off the handle, so to speak? Or did you stop and think about what just happened and how best to respond? How to remain calm in an instant when somebody else might be mad? Did you think about how it affects you? Did you think about how it affects them? Did you think about how you could answer back in a more positive way for a better outcome? This proverb really does touch on something. That if you can remain calm or patient, it'll save you from regretting what you wrote or what you said or what you did. So Lori breaks this down into... Um, sitting with your anger uh, is one of the areas that she, she starts with and then breaks it down into uh, responding without anger and then lastly touches on learning from it. <clears throat> and I'm going to hit all three of these. Um, she's got a lot of great insights and great suggestions um, and I'm not going to hit them all. But if you do want to look at this, uh, 20 things to do when you're feeling angry with someone is the name of the uh, article, and it's on tinybuddha.com. 
Anyway, but when you sit with your anger, somebody's been mean to you, somebody said something that made you mad, allow yourself to feel angry. We are human beings. We go through a range of emotions. We go through lots of uh, different feelings. And we need to allow ourselves to feel those emotions when we are feeling them. And, you know, instead of trying to cover up your anger or trying to make it, you know, all go away and just be positive, sometimes it's okay. It's okay to be angry. But what you do with that is what really sets you apart. <clears throat> Some people will just, they, they will try their best to mask it. They'll be angry and they'll just put on a smile and they'll s- kind of sit in that anger and they'll stew over it and they'll, they'll just get more and more mad. But if you make that conscious choice, you sit with it, think about it, feel it. Why are you angry? You know, feel, you know, where is that anger? Is it in your neck? Is it in your chest? Is it in your throat? You know, what, what is it about that anger? And Where do you feel it? And then how do you self-soothe? How do you, how do you take that anger? And, you know, instead of just rehashing it over and over and over again, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with that anger and that energy? Is it worth spending that much energy on, on this situation? And in some cases it might. But what you do with it and how you react is going to be a key. So that's where we go to the next section where she says, explore your anger. And she has about five uh, different items. But I think the first one she talks about is really probably the key here. Check in with your mood before the incident. So what were you like before that happened? So you're talking to a friend and all of a sudden they say something that just makes you so mad. Think about what were you doing before that happened? Was it that person or was it that situation or was it what they said that really made you angry? Or were you already upset about something else beforehand and this was the thing that just pushed you to the edge and got you so mad? Are you really mad at that person or are you mad at something that happened earlier in the day? Maybe you didn't sleep well the night before. Maybe you didn't eat right. Maybe you were already frustrated or angry about schoolwork or something that happened at your job. But think about what happened. And are you really mad at this situation or this person? And then ask, why is it bothering you so much? What is it about it? I mean, <clears throat> I had my mom and I've had other, other moms tell me this too. Um, I, I don't know why dads never never say this, but the moms have always told me, if this is something that's really going to be meaningful, if this is something that's going to be long-lasting, this is going to affect you for years. Oh, well, it really could be days, weeks, years. But if it's really not something that's going to be that problematic for you, it's going to dissipate pretty quickly. So I think going back to this article... Why is it bothering you so much? Is this really going to make a difference in your life in the next 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, maybe a day? Or is this something that if you just think about it for a little while, 
will it eventually be able to be let go? And so you have to really take that into your inventory. And if you need to get something out, if you need to get that anger out, you can always uh, write it down. Uh, One person taught me many, many years ago that journaling is a good way of release because there are things in your head that you just need to get out. And the best way to do that is by writing in a journal. And if you can journal or write a letter, maybe you send it, maybe you don't. Maybe you journal, maybe you share that with somebody, maybe you don't. Maybe it just stays in your, in your drawer and you, you are the only person that touches it. But it's a way for you to get things out and to release some of that frustration and some of that anger. Um, so exploring that anger is really, it, it is a key. You know, what was it that happened and why did it happen? And, um, and what was your state of mind? And then last, she says, respond without anger. And I can say that I've done this many, many times. That somebody writes you uh, a message, a text, or maybe they post something on social media that's very unflattering or frustrating to you, or they just don't understand uh, what's going on. Or maybe they only understand a part of what's going on. And so they think they know best when really they don't. And I'm thinking of some situations where I've had people post on social media about my life and they thought they knew me better and they thought they knew where I grew up or they thought they knew things that I've done. And they really knew, they knew a part of it, but they didn't know the whole story. And so they were making assumptions, which got me mad because they were making terrible assumptions. And so instead of just typing away and, and writing back really fast and saying, You're, you guys are idiots or something you know, so mean, what I did was I, I, I let this sit for a little bit and I, I thought about it and I thought, you know, I can respond really quickly and I can respond really defensively or I could wait, think it through a little bit and then decide to respond. And then I, what I did was I created a conversation, which is what, what Lori talks about in this language or in this article and using that, that conversational language, instead of being really defensive, I put in there, you know, here's, here's some things that you might not know. And here's why I said what I said or did what I did, but it gave them some context that they may not have known in advance. And so was it right for them to make assumptions? No, but it also wouldn't have been beneficial to anybody for me to just turn around and write a really fast and aggressive or mean uh, response. But taking that time, settling down a little bit, relaxing, and thinking through, how can I respond so that they understand? Because you also have to think, are they coming at you? uh, Or is the situation, you know, coming to you because of a negative view or a negative thing in the world? Or is somebody coming at you or, or asking you questions or doing something to kind of push your buttons in a very malicious way, in a very specific way, Or are they just, is it that they just don't know? They don't understand. 
And so you have to think those things through. How are they really coming to you? Are they coming to you with with an open heart that's really uh, for understanding? Or are they coming at you um, in a mean, mean-spirited way? And even if they are, how you respond is how, uh, what you can control. You can't control what they're doing. You can't control their mind. You can't control the situation uh, that's at hand. But you can control how you respond. And people will show respect to you. They'll, they'll understand you a little bit better if you are not quick to be angry. If you're quick to you know, pause, think it through, and then respond. And in some cases... You might want to look at it and see where were you maybe the in the wrong. Was it something that you did that you know got them angry? Could you have done something differently? Could you have said it something in a different way that might have made them think a little differently? You know, was your message maybe initially more an attack than what it should have been? You know, and I've seen this in work. There are instances at work when people write an email and they'll say, if you would have done this, I could have done my job better. Well, that's kind of an attack on me personally. But are they truly attacking or are they just frustrated because they couldn't do their job because I did something wrong? Well, maybe a little bit of both. But in the end, I can I can turn around and say, look, if you did your job better, I wouldn't have to do my job blah, 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 whatever it is. But that's not going to help the situation. That's only going to create strain. That's only going to create conflict between me and that other person. And in the end, we still have to work with each other. So the key here is how do you respond? How can you do it in a constructive manner? How can you do it um, without being angry and showing that frustration? Maybe it could be, I apologize. And I learned a long time ago, when you apologize to somebody, if they're mad at you, when you apologize right out of the gate, most of the time people, they can't be mad at you anymore. Well, they can still be mad, but they're not going to attack you because now they're, they're kind of disarmed. When you say, hey, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done this, it makes a big difference in the world. So, and last, uh, Lori talks about the I feel language. If somebody does attack you, you just say, hey, thanks. I felt angry or I feel angry when you say things this way or I feel angry when you do this. And with that, I bid you another episode uh, being complete. I love you to my kids and I hope you all have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks.